I'll come back. 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 What is our intro music? We have intro music? Just whatever yeah, you're I, singing. Oh. I'd, ima I'd imagine our intro music would be very Seinfeld-esque, mixed with a bit of uh, cheers. I, I, I prefer, like, what if, our, what if our intro music is just, like, screaming? Like, just, just autistic screaming. Oh, uh, wait. It's you that mean, like, the raptor call? No, <laughs> no it's, it's, that, it's that man screaming from the sky that Flame was fucking spamming <laughs> at the top. That one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Anyway, hi, chat. Um, Hello. Right. Uh, no, 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 no. We're early. This is pre-contact, oh, Priest. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is just us talking with our viewers. Man, Priest, you that like... We have viewers? I'm joking. Oh, my God. You've got a, a, hair, you've got a hair trigger there, Priest. You were about to release very early. He doesn't do that. Don't worry. That was a cough. <laughs> Do you, you think cough I cough when I come or something? You cough out your penis? Made us a title card. Caden's on Barcast. Oh, good. The, it's always sunny in Philadelphia theme music. I, I recognize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, it even, yeah. does, it even does the little good. meme. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Click the link and just let it play, and that'll be like our intro music will be perfect. It's happening. <laughs> oh, you Sure. I like it. Yeah, let's just do... Pre-come cast to this music, it's great. <laughs> what, what the fuck is wrong with us, you guys? <laughs> this is like, this is what we've become. We belong uh, in Arkham, that's why. I'm sexually repressed. Well, we've known that well, for we've a known long time. Yeah. We're surprised you even know what sex is. Well, have it's you not... read his Dragon's Head story? It's where it's you... I, it's where... I have. I have read it, and I'm honestly... Really wondering if he actually knows what the fuck sex is. Well, okay, let me explain really basic. You take your Pinor, and you find her Virginia, mm. and you put the Pinor in the Virginia, and then you wiggle it around until it's splooge. <laughs> and he's that is it. how you sex. So, no, he's, you got that, he's got that part down. So, so does the Pinor cough into the vagina? No, <laughs> and you should never cough into a vagina. No, and or, honestly, or Enigma, it'd be more like, uh, uh, how did, uh, how did Carlin put it? An involuntary protein spill. <laughs> Something like that, yes. <laughs> Alright. Well, um, Caden, do you feel prepared? Yeah, I think I'm ready. Okay. Priest! Right. Are it's you ready for this? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Brarcast XD, where they have a little oopsie-whoopsie every week. <laughs> we have your bartenders, Anyan Prenzel, 
If you don't stop this right now, priest, I will end your life. <laughs> Enigmatic Otaku. Kill yourself, priest. Milk. Furry trash. Ravage. I have no words. <laughs> I'm Flutterpoist. Stop. Oh my god. No, you're priest in the bar cast. Get it right. <laughs> and this week we have a very special interview uh we had the chance um to meet up with a lot of cool people at, at babscon and little did we know we uh accidentally crossed paths with our particular guest this week uh we have kaiden hello so for those of you who have never tuned into a barcast before welcome we are a community podcast uh, specifically the brony community where you ask for the guests we get them on then you ask the questions and we make them miserable for two hours um we are streaming live on twitch right now so if you have any questions for kaiden be sure to post them in the chat and the lovely anon pencil will field those questions for you pencil what's an example of some questions you won't relay to our dear kaiden well i'm gonna ask one question first how do you say your name dear guest how did you pronounce it kaiden Kaiden? Okay, just want to make sure, because if we were saying your name wrong or like five different ways, that would be a problem. Um, was a joke so... the other day when they were trying to figure out how to pronounce my name. Oh, call them Cadence. Call... Oh, God. No. Yeah, that's what I thought you guys were saying at first. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so questions that I will not relate to our wonderful guest. I will not ask about politics or religion. You guys know better at this point. I'm not going to ask about personal issues like, you know, where do you live? What's your address? What's your social security number? We're not doing that. And, um, but I will, I will however ask the question, which I know everyone wants to ask. And I'll probably be our first question before we go into real questions. And so let's just get out. Let's, let's get that out of the way before I finish this little blurb. So Caden, how big is your dick? Yeah, too big for 1080p. Perfect. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Good. So is, so is it 4K? At least. <laughs> You so can you do, can uh, tell dual monitors with your 4K TVs. <laughs> so you can 4K TVs nuts. Oh I God. hate you. <laughs> As you can tell, this is going to go really well. Um, but we have a drinking word to make it go even better. And the drinking word is update. So whenever you hear the drinking word, drink along at home. That's how you participate. Isn't it fun, kids? Anyway. I think that's all. Priest, I'm going to turn this shit show over to you. All right. We're going to jump in by asking some relatively harmless actual interview questions. Go figure. Um, so, Kaiden, um, introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do for the fan? So I've been uh, writing fan fiction since I think like 2013. Um, I write a lot of stuff like comedy, co-op. I like dark tragedy. Like if you name it, I've probably written some of it. Ooh, good. Some of my favorite authors always love to test the waters and try a little of everything. So that's really cool. Um, number two, how did you get into the fandom? Uh, first, I was uh, annoying coworkers at work one day. I came across this uh, My Little Pony theme song because I thought, oh, that would be perfect to annoy them. But it was uh, updated and new. And it's like, wait, this isn't My Little Pony. Because I'm thinking like, you know, 80s 90s like i had a sister that watched it so yeah. I, it was the uh, one where twilight finds out shining armor is getting married to kings 
So I went home later and watched a little more of that because I was kind of curious. And then I got like hooked on the show. <laughs> nice. I gave you my heart and then you turned around. Oh my God, Wrong. stop. Wrong. All right. Number three, uh, what would you consider your favorite part of the fandom? Uh, the online community, fanfics, art, conventions, the music. Where do you gravitate? And mostly the creativity and how inclusive everyone was, because there's a lot of people making music, pornified videos, fan fiction and everything. And just like they were all really nice compared to like most fandoms where you know a lot of people online are just dicks, but there was less of that in the My Little Pony community. Cool. Uh, if there's one thing you could say to your followers or your fans, or maybe even your haters, what would you say? Yeah, thanks for following me all this time and actually sticking around to wait for me to return. <gasps> yeah, was, was, hold on. was that a cast? Oh, yeah, I do have a pet cat. They uh, have a cameo in Dash of Humanity. Ah! I, I, I could have sworn I heard your cat call you a hoe. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, Yay! who's the cat? <laughs> I love when we have cats on the podcast. Whenever you didn't I want to miss hear, out on the interview. Whenever I can hear a pet in the background, it's the best day. Oh, gosh. Yeah, whenever I'm like, talking on the phone or something, he's like, oh, wait, he's doing something other than paying attention to me. I need to go over there and fix this. <laughs> <laughs> what's, his, what's his name? His name's Mowgli. Mowgli. Ah. Mowgli. Do you call him man cub sometimes? Oh, my God. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> Sorry. So, should, should we add a new rule to the drinking word whenever we hear the cat meowing? Yeah, like whenever that. you hear the kitty, like we drink that. as well. Yeah. Mowgli gets his own drinking word, and it's meow. <laughs> 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 All right. Sorry, Sounds we got good. sidetracked. We're we're easily sidetracked by cats. All right. Now then, the important one, the divisive one, the one that's gonna make or break our friendship, Kaiden. Who is best pony? My favorite's always been Twilight because I have a lot of qualities that relate to her. But now that I've come back, I'm liking Starlight Glimmer and Tempest Shadow. They're a bit oh, edgier. They kind of relate to them more. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, for one, welcome our new edgy overlord, Tempest Shadow. I think it's interesting that most people go into a fandom and they start out edgy, trying to like be all avant-garde and dark and stuff and they kind of get over that it sounds like you've gone the reverse route here i've always had an edge but now there's like an actual pony that legit has edge that i can relate to well legit <laughs> and literally i mean she could probably stab some of that corn yeah because i've always liked uh taking like the perfect show ponies and giving them like realistic personality traits like having them get angry or kill people and stuff kind of just realistic why they did realistic like yeah. it's like no it's one's like, that perfect it's true it's like it's like tempest is permanently walking around with half a broken beer bottle on her forehead <laughs> she'd be great in a bar fight all right well we have now some questions out on fin fiction that have been asked from uh the users and we're going to start with one of our favorites. We have that other, other guy who we have to credit for having one of our other Barcast shows, um, who starts with his signature. How does this make you feel? And you can see it in the <laughs> behind the counter shot. Hmm. <laughs> I know it looks pretty interesting. 
I, I keep trying to come up with some sort of like joke or like vagina dentata, but it just doesn't quite work out. Yeah, I'm not sure what I'd do with that. Probably put her out of her misery. Wow. <laughs> I mean, where does the poop go? Hey, the way I see it, in this way, you can fuck her from behind while getting a blowjob. Where's the poop, Robin? True. And use your tail for leverage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to go to Alex underscore, who has five questions for you. Uh, let's go to number one. Uh, so you were away for an extended period of time. You you went on kind of a hiatus, whether it was planned or not. Uh, was there anything that you missed particularly about the site when you were less active? Yeah, I missed hanging out with people and got out of touch with a lot of friends just because I was so busy. So that's probably the thing I missed the most. Aw. Have you tried reaching back out to them? Like, Yeah, I've gotten in contact with most of the people. Like the Skype groups died when a Discord came out, but now I've found most of the same people in very similar Discord groups. Yay, that's good. That is wonderful. Now that, you know, friendship is magic and stuff. All right. And magic Uh, is a deadly, is and and magic, as the show confirmed, is a WMD, so. It's highly radioactive. Yeah. Number two. Why are the bar cash just so damn inspiring? Damn you, Alex. What the fuck, Alex? How are we inspiring? Jesus. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, when I saw the bar cast at the con, you guys really reminded me of the kind of like shit talking and just hanging out I'd do with people back when I was actively writing. Ooh. Aww. That's nice. Are you saying we, we actually look like... Now. <laughs> are you we... saying we actually look like we like each other or something? I mean, you have to like each other to make fun of each other like you were at the panel and still be friends. I mean, Pencil looked at my dick during the panel, so... I did. I did. I can't confirm. Enigma has a penis. Hmm. Yeah, I learned pretty quick that Enigma is who I need to make fun of if I want to be accepted. Yep, that is accurate. <laughs> that is accurate. <laughs> it's, 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 it's sad, but true. I so mean... Someday this will all pay out for me. Someday. Well, if I can get you laid, kiddo, I will. Just not by me, because no. Eh. Uh, But the thing is, I do have standards. Um, The thing is, I gotta ask, why the fuck did you come to our panels? The cons are fun, but it's so, like, safe for work and, you know, keep it kid-friendly. So I looked at all these, uh, like, After Dark panels, and I was like, I think that's where the fun's going to be at. So I went out to those. And I wasn't sure what the bar cast was. And, like, I still don't know a lot of you that well, but it said uh, you're going to be making fun of Crack Fix. So I figured, you know, that shit fix. I'd go there and see, like, what kind of awful writing people have been doing since I left. And it paid <laughs> off. So what you're saying is us reading... Uh, Shadow Blade was the defining moment of our panel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and the in jokes and stuff you guys are making. Aw. Drink. Yep, time to drink. <laughs> I have a very vocal cat, so they're definitely oh, going to be fucking Oh, That meows consume alcohol. <laughs> this is great. I like this drinking game because I awe a little every about to drink now. <laughs> Now now you're going to associate, something's cute, I need a drink. 
Well, I already do that. Your own cat's going to meow and you're going to subconsciously reach for a shot glass. <laughs> oh no, mine's really vocal too. <laughs> really vocal and covered in ranch dressing. Oh, don't put ranch dressing on my cat. Well, it's been number three. <laughs> Get away from ranch cat. Um, what is your funniest anecdote, uh, Kaiden? So, like a story you would tell a bunch of friends you met up at a bar just to get a good laugh. Hmm. We'd have had everything from this one time I ruined a bathroom well to here's this really sweet moment when I met a child. So, you've got <laughs> options. And my cat's here to save me. <laughs> yeah. I, I love I'm it. Sure what would be the funniest? Yeah, but too many or not, not, not uh, you have some, but none are coming to mind at the moment because that's yeah, nothing really comes to mind. Like I know one thing I was thinking about when you asked about, or when you mentioned you read Papa Tour Fame earlier, that was the first yeah. story I tried real hard to get featured. I was really inspired. When I went to my first con, I saw this piece of art that inspired me to write the story. So anyways, it, that took like months to write. So like in the meantime, a friend of mine had a birthday. So I was like, okay, I'll write a ship pick for you. Who do you want? I was like, I want Celestia to ship herself. So what? I wrote this, this shit pick about Celestia basically summoning a clone of herself to masturbate and that got featured. So that became my first featured story. And at the time I was putting all this effort into puppeteur fame. So that, that would be my first featured story. I need so to I read that Celestia funny. one. I need to read, I need to read that Celestia one now. I'm, I'm looking for it. Yeah, it sounds like my cup of tea. There became featured. It sounds like exactly my cup of tea. So I'm, I'm looking forward to reading this. That's well. when I learned that it's more about writing clop than writing well if you want to be featured it's true it, it's yeah. sad but true i mean the feature box is a fickle creature and it's about popularity more than um quality i, I I'm, say i'm proud to say i've never uh, compromised my morals and written a trixie pick to get on eqd though i thought <laughs> you were, i thought you were gonna say i never compromised my moral morals and written non-clop story <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when I first started out, I didn't write any clop at all. So I had like some romantic comedies and stuff and some dark tragedies. And then I went like half and half. And since then, I think I now have written more clop than non-clop stories. All right. Celestia ships herself. Read later. I am definitely going to read that later. Thank you for posting it in the chat, Alex. Um, we will also, if you are interested in finding the story, you can also find it on the Barcast group as it will be added to that in just a moment. It's true. So, number four, Kaiden, nudes. Feel free to post them. Alex sounds like he's pretty good looking. <laughs> wow, Alex. You just, Alex. You, you just earned an, you just earned a new number one fan. <laughs> by, by the way. Now, now that you brought up the, the topic nudes and looking at your avatar right there, what is your avatar? Is that an OC or is that a character? Yeah, when I first started on film fiction, I don't remember if it was just Twilight or Time Traveling Twilight, but it was Time Traveling Twilight for a long time. And then someone went and put my OC from Dash of Humanity in the Twilight spot. So it was you Time Traveling that story. On instead of Time Traveling Twilight. So I've kept that one ever since. I like the Time Traveling Twilight episode and her avatar, the whole like Metal Gear Solid kind of look. Yeah. So is your OC actually missing an eye there or is it just to get up? No, it's just to get up. 
it's not a funny anecdote, but fun fact, pirates wore eye patches so that when they were inside their lit cabin and then they went outside, they could move the eye patch to their other eye and that eye had already adjusted to the darkness. So it takes like 15 minutes for your eye to adjust. There is no proof that this is actually the reason they did that, but it does work. So it's a possibility. Yeah. It's true. Sometimes the fantasy is a lot more fun than the facts. I just like the idea that I could seriously use one eye at a time, but there's a problem with that. I need my depth perception, man. I need it bad. You must see my I, depth. I have, I, I have to keep switching eyes because my left eye has the showering gone. The what? It's wait, an Naruto so reference. You, when you, you, you know, fucking weep. When you're ejaculating. <laughs> wait, wait, was that an actual Naruto reference? Yes. It was a Naruto yes. reference. That was, a, that was you, you referenced Naruto. Yeah. On the bar cast. Yeah. There oh, go. God. He's, 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 okay, we're moving <laughs> on to number five. <laughs> I am immune to your powers. I am back. <laughs> number five. Kaiden, when do you plan for your next update? Also drink. It depends which story. I started writing one just for fun and I tried to update every day and that lasted for three days. So as for updates to my older stories, I've been going through and reading them and working on an outline and trying to figure out like a set number of chapters I want to do for each one so I can like wrap them up and move on. As with a lot of those stories, I'm in a different place. So I have different things I want to write about. So it's kind of hard to get back into it when it's like a whole story concept you're not that interested in or certain themes you're just not that interested in anymore. Yeah, I can understand that. So like uh, optimistically by next week, I hope to have like a dash of humanity out. Twilight Stoss is going to take a little longer. I had big plans for that, but it's been so long. Right. And then I've been tossing around ideas for a Puppet to her Fame sequel. Yes. Oh my God, you just made Enigma's day. Kind of did <laughs> yeah, actually, I have yeah. Lots of stuff I want to do. It's just a kind of half motivation, half figuring out how to do it right. So uh, when you, I think this will be advice to, uh, to other people that um, are in a similar <laughs> position as you, where they haven't written for a long time, they want to come back. When you find yourself in the middle of a long project that you've essentially stopped, do you find yourself kind of rushing through it because you just want to get it done and off your plate? Or what's your logic process behind rebooting a sort of dead project? I don't want to rush it, but there have been stories in the past where I realized, okay, you know, I'm like halfway into this. There's a lot of people invested in an ending. So even if I rush it, I can still answer some of the questions that need answered and they'll have an ending. Like even if it's not my best work, that's a lot better than just leaving them hanging for years. So like yes. my advice is if you're not sure, like don't obsess over making it perfect. Just accept that, okay, well, it's not going to be perfect. People might not be happy, but I can finish this. I can at least give them an ending and move on to what I really want to do. Or worst case, you know, they take it as you can take it as a learning experience and do better next time. Yeah. Awesome. Good. I think that will be really helpful to people who have want actual writing advice. Now back on to shit posting. Um, Dust Chew has questions now. And then he says, let's start off with a fun one. What's the one thing you've written that you regret the most? Hmm. Let me go look at my story list real quick. He probably the thing he probably regrets writing is the agreement to come here. Wow. <laughs> probably, yeah. 
made you sign that yeah. waiver. I understand. That's why you sent a non to seduce me to come on this barcast. Is that what they did? I mean, <laughs> okay, to be I, honest. I think pretty much the way it went is I'm lazy. I'm pretty sure. Pens will my, do it. My exact words were, hey, can we get Caden on? And you guys were like, yeah, it sounds good. I'm like, do you want me to do it? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, I might fuck it up. They're like, do it anyway. And usually when we ask a guest to be on here, we are very professional. We say, hi, um, we're, we're the Barcast. Uh, we're really big fans of your work. Uh, we'd be interested in having you on. If you'd be interested in that, our fans would really like that. Uh, here's some of our stuff. Is this an option for you? What, do you remember what the exact thing I sent to you instead was, uh, Kaiden? Uh, no, but I could go look. <laughs> go ahead. You can, you can tell these guys exactly right. the, the message I sent you. Yeah, it's a little lewd. You sure you want me to read it? Sure. <laughs> as you said, hey, dude, bro, want to be on the bar cast as a guest? <laughs> That's all I sent you guys. That's all I sent. <laughs> That's very lewd. How dare you call him bro? Dude, bro, much less. Yeah, you have to read between the lines, you know, to get the lewdness. I'm pretty sure, like, what, what do you get between the lines there? I got to know now. What was I read? What was I saying between? I don't know, something about an orgy over at your guys' place. Accurate. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you were able to see the subtext. So, yeah, we're good. You left it a little vague, you know, basically yeah. bring friends. That's just yeah, really I, even I, wanting. I, I, don't, I don't know who's going to be on top and who's bottom. I'm not going to put things. So, there you go. But, uh, <laughs> looking at stories I regret, like, I don't really regret any. There's a couple I kind of regret. I'll get into that in a second, but like if at least a few people like the story, because I've written some kind of crazy things where it's like 70% downvotes, but like a few people are like, wow, I, that's like my fetish. That's my jam. That makes it worth it. Because I know that it might be the only story on the site that that person really got into. But as far as regrets, like uh, I had one where I tried to go real Lovecraftian called Diarist Somnus. And I did like, I looked up all these Latin phrases to have the evil voice speak to him and everything. So I got like really invested in that story taking off and then it just didn't take off at all so i kind of regretted putting so much effort into it when no one was reading it and well, then was, was it one was it rewarding oh, for you though it was kind of fun to read but at the time like i thought people were going to want that kind of story so i'd get like more positive feedback right so like most of the time it's easy to write and like it doesn't really matter if people like it or not to something you want to write but that time I was trying to like, I thought people wanted that kind of story and then they didn't. So it got to me a little, I was like, oh, that's just not going to work out. And then the other one was, uh, I had a lot of fun writing forced pony sex, but like, I regret it stirred up a lot of drama at the time. Cause, uh, there was some story called forced pony cuddles and I was kind of mocking that. So I just had like the oh. nastiest forced pony sex you can imagine. And then everybody called me out on it and started a lot of trolling and fighting and stuff, which can Aww. be amusing to watch if you're distanced from it, but it's really hard not to get caught up in that stuff. And then you just like piss everybody off and get banned. Yeah. No, seeing, I, an I, yeah. seeing an argument from, from uh, at, the, uh, at the neighbor's yard is one thing, but when that argument is happening in your backyard. Yeah. And you're kind of responsible for what happens in your front yard, which is a lesson I've learned. It's true. fiction because like if you incite trolls then they're going to come back at you because you know you were the popular 
author, you're kind of responsible for what you do or don't tell your fans to do if they're hanging out around you. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of, that's what I've noticed is kind of par for the core uh, course on film fiction. If you write something that will intentionally make the reader angry for any reason, or like you're abusing their waifu, you're going to be in for shit. Like they, film fiction does not handle it well. On the whole, there was a but, special snowflake. There was a special snowflake once upon a time who downvoted all the comments on my story just because I had Luna <laughs> refer to Spike as Dust Shine's pet. Uh, that's weird. Was it famous? I'm joking. Anyway, wow. <laughs> I'm, joking. I'm joking. Famous, I love you. Please invite me back out. Okay. Uh, next question is: If you could go back and change anything in your past stories, Kaiden, um, what would it be? Hmm. Go back and change something in his past or something in his past works? I didn't hear very well. Uh, past stories. Oh, past stories. I was saying I'd go back and write him better seems like a cop-out. Like, I'm pretty happy with how almost everything turned out. Oh, yeah, confidence. Um, like, maybe there's stories now where I could think of, like, some cooler ending. But I wouldn't want to go back and retcon something. I'd probably just like start a new story, like a different writing prompt, and then I could use that ending there. Huh. Okay. I thought your I thought his regrets gonna be more pony butts. My biggest regret is not looking at more porn. Yeah, not looking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question is, do these pants make me look fat? The correct answer is yes, and I love it. Ooh. Hey, there you go. Oh, he's hey. into this. Depending, hey, depending, like on the, no, depending on the girl, the answer is either no, of course not, or hell yes. But you need to know there. which girl. Aiden, mm -hmm. there you go. There's your writing prompt. Have Celestia wear a pair of pants that she yes if and they make her look fat. I tell her yes and get banished to the moon. <laughs> and then you make all the puns involving moon and butt jokes. And you oh, spell it out on the moon so that everyone can read it. You said have company. Oh, is that, a, is that some drinking words I hear? <laughs> drinking meows. Also, I love how the show recently included ponies with pants in order to, like, cut that, like, trollish debate of how ponies would wear pants. Yeah, but now I have a new question. Oh no. Yes? I have a new question. How, how do ponies wear snuggies? Same where we do. No, because, you know, if they wear it from their bellies, they'll just fall down. And if they put them on their backs, then they can't wear it on their hooves. Yes, they can. They wear it like a jacket, dude. They just sit like Lyra, then they can wear the snuggie. Oh, you call her Lyra? Huh? You call her Lyra. I mean, like how Lyra sits. Like Lyra I know, you, 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 refer to her, you call her Lyra. Oh, so yeah. many people say Lyra. And because Lyra. because liar. Lyra is actually like one of the intended ways to say that, and I don't know where people got Lyra from. It's because not a liar. It's, it's, liar. It's, a, yeah. it's a pun for yeah. liar. Uh, I've, I've, never, I've never heard. Uh, I've never heard. Go better for female characters. Yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> it's a hard one. I love this cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like one of these points we should like interview a cat. It's fine. Just have it meow for two hours while you guys are drinking. Ask, <laughs> ask the cat questions. That's going to be our. Can we ask our the cat goal. a question? Ask cat. Yeah, what's your question for the cat? I would like to ask the, the cat who is best pony. Well, okay, oh. that's very That's a clip. <laughs> I love it. She chose that and not Capper. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Capper's best pony, said the cat. Yay. Sorry, I'm done now. I'm sorry. I'm derailing everything. Cat, you guys. <laughs> okay, Kaiden. Uh, do you even praise the sun? I always praise the sun. Wonderful. Uh, if you could have any superpower ever, what would it be? I always thought like the power to see the unseen would be a neat superpower. You like see, you know, microscopic things or like out into the universe, like questions of life. Sort of like you'd be the one that figures out all these things that help the other superheroes. Oh, I I feel like that would be an annoying power because then you see like gamma waves yeah. and radio waves. It's just like <laughs> yeah, one big blur of nothing that you oh, can't make. You'd also see a lot that couldn't be unseen. Wouldn't you just be like the old Kai? Old who? Older Kai? Old Kai, yeah, older, old Kai, older Kai. Yeah, yeah. And he's sitting there and he's pissing off Gohan just to get him to unleash his ultimate form. <laughs> Man, Naruto oh, again. We, <laughs> I haven't we said Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? Welcome to the Weebcast. In a fight. All right, we're gonna get off Weeb stuff. Um, here's a riddle for you, Kaiden. I ha no legs have I to dance. No lungs have I to breathe. No life I have to die. Yet I do all three. What am I? Huh. A sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. <laughs> ask the, oh, ask the cat for a lifeline. Yeah. <laughs> Phone a cat. That's correct! <laughs> That's correct! It was fire! Good I'll just kitty. keep him nearby. <laughs> Actually, I when I first saw that, I was like, "Oh, I know this riddle because it's a similar to a riddle I know," and it was not that. Yeah, it's but one I, I haven't heard before. Yeah, um, the similar riddle I know was, um, "I I have no legs," and like I was like, "I have legs and cannot walk. I have no lungs and yet I breathe. I have a neck but have no head. What am I?" Boneless? A river. An uh, old person with a walker that just got hit on the head by an anvil. Oh, God. <laughs> well, when I say it, you guys will all know exactly why I know this. It's, oh. yes, it's a, no, it's a piece, it's obviously. No, no. It's, it's a bottle of wine. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I got excited. 
Fun fact, when I get excited, I hiccup. It's actually true. <laughs> when, I get, when I get hungry, I hiccup. So if we cause him to hiccup, we'll know the bar cast has been successful. <laughs> All right. We got questions now from Latreus. Uh, Latreus. Uh, oh, man. Um, would Let's you hug? Latrine. Wow, stop. You were actual garbage, Enigma. Would you hug a bat pony filly? Yeah, I would. They're pretty cute. Aw, yeah. yay. Uh, How about... you Just be careful. You don't want to end up on Dateline. <laughs> also, <laughs> you, you might get rabies because, you know, you can't handle a bat. I was just bringing that filly some hay, honest. <laughs> what did you think of the over there? Bring you want some, some of this pizza? Bring her some hay. More like bringing her some hay. How you doing? Anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, uh, for real. I was on. The, I was on the weird part of YouTube one day, and apparently there was a meme about the normal part of YouTube, um, where people just like make different remixes and scenes of this one guy that Chris Hansen knocked down, who brought a pizza. And offered Chris Hansen a slice of pizza, just trying to act all cool and stuff, thinking he would get him out of it. And they're <laughs> making memes about them going on pizza dates, and it's just <laughs> fucking, it's fucking great. <laughs> I remember that one. Anyway, all right, moving on. Um, Kaiden, because Enigma was a little boy in the corner. <laughs> Kaiden, Jesus Christ, <laughs> would you hug an original changeling? Yeah, I actually like the original changelings more, like their art style. The new ones are all colorful. Thank you. And just their whole, I get why, because of the magic of friendship thing. They wanted to, like, redeem them. But that's just, like, fewer villains and interesting races yeah. left in the show. Also, so true. I, speaking of the changelings design and new design, I think I realized why the new changelings don't have holes in their legs. Because they're filled with love? Well, that and because the the holes represented their hunger. Because they're always starving for love. You know, actually, that's pretty insightful, and I'm really angry that you're that. <laughs> I kind of agree with that, yeah. Like, fuck you. you How dare you take credit for it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Better take credit for it now, and then apparently... I take, I'm taking credit then, because I thought of this. I know, just, <laughs> hey... You know what you didn't think of? What? The name for the bar cast, you tarred fuck, anyway. I, I am still <laughs> sure that was me. Fucking Mandela I gave you proof, you stupid bitch! You can fix this in editing and take the credit away from Enigma. I can't! <laughs> yes! Uh, my plan. Great insight on the changelings and on. We'll edit something together. Enigma saying, I did not... Come up with that name for the bar cast. I did not touch that Philly, Chris Hansen. Anyway. <laughs> All right. We have a fuck carry, uh, Mary kill scenario on fuck our Fuck carry mill? Fuck carry mill. Is that what we're doing? We got oh, carry. Which one would you carry? Which one would you mill? And which one would you fuck? I, I didn't realize you were playing Magic the Gathering. No. <laughs> it's, it's a nerd joke. Oh god, this is so sad. Okay, um, but for real, a fuck Mary kill scenario with Thingpone, Ariane, and Tempest. Oh, shit, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I w I was behind it. Uh, I will show you what Thingpony is. Give me like one second. I'm sorry. I I'm really behind. I'm, I'm shit. I'm sorry. 
I don't know what a thing pony is. Exactly, and no one ever does. And here it is. Um, this is a thing pony. This is what it is. It's John Carpenter's The Thing in pony format. Ooh, I was gonna kill thing punks. I didn't know who they are, but that's kind of intriguing. Yeah, every mm. orifice can be a new orifice. You know, pencil. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pin this. Please. I'm sorry. I'm such no, garbage. I'm sorry. It's always gonna be there now. Like you could you could stick your peener inside her, and then she, that vagina will change forms around your peener. It's true. Uh, it doesn't say how we have to kill the ponies, so I could still have some fun with Thing Pony before I kill her. Are you then saying? Would, uh... Oh, what was that? Are you saying you just fuck Mary kill like all Thing Pony? Yeah, I just do all three to her at once. It'll be a very <laughs> short ceremony. <laughs> Ariane and Tempest are just probably watching off in the distance, like clocking you know, themselves. I'm, yes, I'm, I'm, them I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay with not being involved here. <laughs> <laughs> then I There's would, uh, I would fuck Ariane because she looks like she'd make a great dom, very strict. And then I'd marry Tempest because she's contending for top three best pony right now. Aww. Yeah, that's right. So you're into femdom. Yeah. Yeah, all right, where'd he go? Good let's, man. Let's, let us let us high high penis right now, Caden. <clears throat> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like a high five, but straighter. Are you trying to be the boss Enigma. of this gym? Enigma, it's called sword fighting. And also, Enigma, if you're going to ask to make the penises kiss with another man, at least get his name right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, okay, we're moving on. Jesus Christ. All right. Final question from Latrius. A fuck kill kill scenario between bagged milk, bagged chocolate milk, and Luna. I would kill both bagged milk and bagged chocolate milk. So if you're drinking milk out of a bag, you need to reevaluate some of your life choices. Thank you. And then I would fuck Luna. Thank Yay. you. You are a decent, genuine human being. You are a you are a sophisticated gent among plebeians. Good job. All right. Now we're going to Hawthorne Bunny, who made it to KaidenCon. Shout out to Hawthorne Bunny out in the chat right now. Number one, do you have any pet peeves when it comes to human pony transformation stories? Uh, I'm not really too bothered by it, but, you know, there's, like, the tropes where human goes to equestria and just suddenly every mare is in love with him like if it's yeah. written well then i'll still keep reading just to see what they do with it but like i don't have that much time to read so if i see something like that i'm probably just not going to read it so i guess that'd be a pet peeve but it doesn't bother me as much as some other things you know every one of those stories is going to have the same line of anon saying i miss my hands fuck these actually <laughs> i had a pet peeve back when people would do the I'm like cosplaying Optimus Prime at a convention, and then I get teleported to Equestria, and now I'm actually Optimus Prime stories. Displaced. Like, garbage. Displaced. Okay. Yeah, that was that was a pet peeve because I wouldn't even go near those. Like if uh, if Pinstroke had written one, I would have been like, yeah, fuck this guy, I'm not reading it. <laughs> oh god. 
I I go to a convention dressed as Caillou, and now I'm now I'm Caillou. I'm bald in Equestria. Bald and have cancer. That's it. <laughs> That's an old joke. I actually did meet Pinstroke briefly at a con once. Neat guy. Really? Did you did you caress yeah. his face gently and whisper into his ear that you loved him? Yeah, we're in line for an autograph with Tara Strong, you know. So me and her and Pinstroke, you know, went and did the stroking. That sounds wonderful. Oh. I'm proud of you. It sounds like a really good time. <laughs> Priest, stop sounding so jealous, man. Priest, are you are you Priest, are you saying you didn't enjoy yourself when you stroked my face and got the slime? No. <laughs> Moving on. You're gross. Don't be gross. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, you and a companion of your choice are on the run from the equestrian police. A sympathetic pony offers to hide you both in a black box until things calm down. Do you accept? Is a black box a story? I have no idea. But a black box is both capitalized, so I guess it's important. Is it like yeah. one of those black boxes in airplanes that always survive a crash? That's what I was thinking. You'd be very safe inside one of those. Aren't they the size like of a shoebox, though? <clears throat> I'm pretty sure I'd be safe in the black box. I mean, it'd be an adventure. Get to try something new. So, yeah, I'll hide in it. All right. Uh, number three, what are your biggest writing influences? Hmm. Like right now, I read Game of Thrones, like George R. R. Martin. I kind of want to imitate his style a bit, where like every chapter focuses on a different character. So it's kind of more of a long story format. And then kills him at the end? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say every chapter we kill off a character. But uh, one of the influences, like back when I was a new author, was just other authors on the side. I could find a story I really liked. And then I'd like write a spinoff of it. And uh, I'd met one author called Damon Decay. They wrote a story called Asylum, where Twilight mm -hmm. wakes up in this asylum, and everyone's telling her she's crazy, but she thinks she's sane. And I want to do the opposite, where the insane Twilight's in Ponyville all of a sudden, and all the ponies are like, well, what the hell's going on? But uh, like, they were really helpful, like put me in touch with editors, gave me advice, and really like, uh, told people I was writing a spinoff. So just... That was a big influence when I would do spinoffs of people's stories, and they kind of helped me out as a new author. So I always try to do that to other authors when they want to write something based on one of my stories. They just like DM me asking me for advice. I've always been real helpful because like that's how I got started. And you can be a really big influence on another writer and like help them find that passion for writing that otherwise they might have just written a couple stories and kind of wandered off the site. Yeah, totally. And uh, Damon's a good friend to us. He was, I think, our second interview ever, if I remember correctly. I Did we have him with Mad Max the Black? That might have been when we tried to do two people at a time. That's true, yeah. All right. Well, cool. Still, I'm happy that the, um, the community was able to help you out like that. Number four. Didn't Bon Bon's mouth still hurt after she got turned into a doll? That's a Twilight's dollhouse question. Uh, bon Bon has all of her teeth forcibly removed before being turned into a little animate doll so that she never dies. And she has this horrible phantom pain now that 
I didn't explicitly say it in the story, but she's in horrible pain just 24 seven from the feeling that she has teeth, but they're not actually there. Oh, oh God. <laughs> it's basically this one of those, like, what's the fate worse than death fix? Twilight doesn't want to ever lose a pony again, so she makes everyone immortal by turning them into little, like the two-inch figurines you get in blind bags. <laughs> but they're animate, so they can run around and, you know, pretend that they're not screwed for eternity. I'm just, like, quivering right now. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it gets better. Twilight just brutally murders each pony because it's because reasons that's why she needs to do it to turn them into dolls. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's more like because I enjoyed writing it but yeah <laughs> this spell only worked at the moment of death alright let's go to number 5 uh, Hawthorne says please select a waifu from one of the following options an accidental changeling twilight sparkle as shown in solitary locust the immortal, immortal death-cursed Rainbow Dash, as from the many deaths of Rainbow Dash, or the imperfect magical pony fusion of Twilight Dash from Veil of Thoughts. Twilight Dash sounds a little intriguing. And then I think I'm kind of familiar with the Rainbow Dash where she can never die, but I know the uh, Twilight Sparkle from Solitary Locust real well, so I think I'd make that my waifu. Like, maybe oh. she'd finally stop being hunted and trying to get killed by every other pony. Aw, I like that. All right. We're going to our resident Canadian that everyone hates, Rundown Jet. Not actually. We don't actually hate him. We just hate his opinion of milk. Number one. Caden, what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that is really unhealthy, but just so damn delicious? And it's like everything that's delicious is unhealthy. But I'd probably go with soda, because no matter how many times I've tried to stop drinking soda, I keep drinking it, and that's just packed full of sugar. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that a lot. Number two, what is your biggest or weirdest fear that you have? Hmm. I like body horror, because that's one of the few fears I can relate to, like a I think of a show or reference, but where they'll have like your mouth just melt away or your fingers start like vanishing. Oh, no, like no, 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 body horror. It's very, very similar to John Carpenter's The Thing, which is uh, hailed as one of the pinnacles of body horror. No wonder you like Thing Pony. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen some art like that with the body horror and something everyone can relate mm -hmm. to because like not everyone's going to be afraid of spiders, but if mm -hmm. someone like suddenly just watched their arms vanish into their shoulders and disappear, like that would horrify anyone. So um, you have you it. seen, sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, go ahead. I say, have you seen Videodrome? No. I highly recommend that if you like body horror. It is a very weird movie and it's old and it's got some really fucking good body horror. I just got around recently to reading uh, I Have a Mouth. I Have No Mouth, but I'm a Scream. But I'm a Scream. That was a really oh, good one. Good choice. Yay. I Have I'm, No Mouth, but I Must Re. It's really good, although I'm not going to quite say that I enjoyed it. It's really <laughs> <laughs> Um, What about, uh, probably not the same, but the movie Mirrors? Mirrors? Another yeah. one. 
Oculus or? Spoiler alert, but isn't that the one where like at the end he ends up on the other side of the mirrors and he can only like look out at the real world? Yeah, sort of, but he can also kind of like semi sort of possess people. Uh, for example, in the very beginning of the movie, because I don't want to spoil the thing that actually uh, like upset me later in the movie because, oh God. But anyways, so the security guard is watching over an old ass museum, used to be uh, an insane asylum and a hospital. <clears throat> He's yeah, like, trying to forget this being on the other side, uh, trying to escape this being on the other side of the mirror. But the problem is, is any reflective service is a mirror. And so he finally ends up in the bathroom and this thing, uh, uh, he tries to punch it while he hits the mirror. It breaks it into a bunch of shards. And an image, the image of himself on the other side of the mirror picks up one of the glass shards and starts slitting the guy's neck. And then it just switches over to him and you watch his neck opening up and he's kind of clawing at it, trying to get it to stop. Um, that's, that's something like body horror. Body horror usually more defined as an abnormal manipulation like of the body. So something oh, like... I <laughs> Oh, I know, but there's a scene later in uh, later in the movie. Yeah, I'll go ahead and spoil it. Um, where the thing basically grabs a hold of the image of this chick in the mirror, and then he grabs her jaw and starts opening it up, and then you get to watch her drowning in her own bathtub while her jaw is being stretched open to ridiculous proportions. That's more like it. <laughs> I yeah. remember the TV series now. Fringe had a lot of body horror elements in it. Fringe. I haven't that. You might want to look at that, but I do like stories like Mirrors, where there's just bad endings in general, and the villains win, like Curses, Lovecraft, all that kind of stuff. Mirrors is like that. It doesn't end pleasantly. Yeah, it doesn't end pleasantly, and you know, it's usually a fate worse than death. Like, he's just trapped there now. I can't remember, but I thought they were going to do like a sequel or something. I wouldn't doubt it. Just to funny. try to imagine, like, what would that be like to spend eternity looking out through a mirror and, like, watching everyone you know die, and then you're still stuck there <laughs> just watching the world go by, and no one knows what's happened to you? Mm. That's I'm, just I'm just shivering because <laughs> I don't hand I don't handle gore well. <laughs> you like, but you like hyper gore. If it's like over the top, the point where it's funny, you great. Oh yeah, like um, God, what was that gore thing that we saw? I'm trying to remember. <laughs> you like machine gun girl? <laughs> oh yeah, the the comic with all the suicide and necrophilia. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, because yeah. I don't feel the need to explain ourselves. <laughs> uh, number two, or no, number three. Uh, Kaiden, why is bag milk the best milk? That's a loaded question. Now I have to defend bag milk. Well, I mean, you could, um, like, do the opposite. I mean, I guess it'd be handy because you could, like, stick it in your pockets and sneak it into a movie theater with some cookies, and then you could have milk and cookies while you're watching a movie. Huh. I mean, I can see it. I just wear really baggy pants and take a carton with me. Then again, how do you know? Tell them it's my cell phone. <laughs> it could be like bagged semen or something, you know. Oh, got to be careful what you're putting <laughs> in the bag and who you're buying from. <laughs> so they don't cut just it. Just telling. God, hold on. <laughs> Are you okay? Here, honey, I got you some bagged milk. It's got I a know, special. Bag. I know what happened. What happened? Anyway, uh, I've got it. Don't worry about it. Did someone die? Uh, there's a setting on the Discord where if you're quiet for 45 minutes, it, it'll auto-move you. Oh, anyway. no! I'm sorry. Okay. 
We, yeah, we should fix that because you never fucking talk. Talk more milk. Okay. Okay. Number four. Uh, Kaiden, what's that one annoying habit that you have? Hmm. I guess I could say just like trolling and inciting the troll sometimes that always backfired. So probably annoyed a lot of people with that. But it's a habit that I've gotten out of since I've been gone from the fandom. Like now I don't have that desire anymore. I don't have the stresses in my life that make me want to just like fuck with people. <laughs> I can feel that. <clears throat> still have that. Yeah, I'll still fuck with people, but I'll do it responsibly. <laughs> Responsible great, shitposting. With great Res follower count comes great responsibility. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, remember, remember, consent is like a bump key. All it takes is a little force. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Number five. What is a good theme song for your sex life? I'll go with Dust in the Wind. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> That's sad. Why? Why you gotta be so sad? Oh. Well, go on. Trying to think of a more upbeat song. Uh, how about "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor"? Oh, you ready, kid? Okay. One. Nothing wrong with me. Walk into the room with like five or six people in there, start playing, playing like the bodies at the floor, and go to town. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing the orgy later. I'll keep that there. in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just envisioning like there's this anime guy who can just thrust at a million miles an hour just with that music over it. Anyway, um, number five, what would be a good theme song for your sex life? You already just just literally fuck that. fuck my life. RK Striker JK Five now has questions. Number one, what is your favorite non MLP franchise? Ooh. And there's a few that are really good. I think like the Expanse books were amazing. There's the Game of Thrones books if they ever get finished. Someday. And Firefly deserves a shout out because that was a great TV series. Like Fox has killed a lot of good TV series. You know, mostly sci-fi and fantasy stuff like Warhammer, Warhammer 40k, both great franchises. Hmm. Hard to pick just one. All right. Then number two, have you created any fan-related material for a non-MLP franchise? I haven't yet, but I've done a few crossovers, like a Warhammer 40k, but with ponies. Ooh, heretic. <laughs> yeah, Pinkie Pie was the, uh, I think you call them the Devastators, like the giant Gatling gun. Ooh. Oh, no, Terminator. Yeah, Pinkie Pie was in the Terminator armor. I remember that. But that's something I think I would do, but it'd be kind of hard to get into a new franchise. Like, I'd have to do some research, rewatch the episodes, like, kind of figure out how people are characterizing the background characters, because... Say like a Star Trek, if I just jump into that, the fans are going to have like their own accepted way that you write Spock or Tuvok or whoever. And that's one of the things with the uh, ponies is kind of interesting with the background characters. People expect Lyra to act a certain way and Octavia to act a certain way. And if yeah. you go against that, you risk 
turning a lot of people off and getting hate for the story, which is something I don't really care about. I usually just, it's more important to me to put my own spin on it than to copy what other people are doing. But if I, yeah. you know, go dive into another fandom with that attitude, I just imagine it wouldn't work as well. In in the fandom, nothing is set in stone, and a lot, not a lot, is set in stone, and the rest could be is fluid. You can mush it over whatever way you want. Yeah, that's one of the things that appealed to me about writing for MLP was just there's so many background characters, and there's no canon for them, and Hasbro's like really got no motivation to make canon, so it's like pretty much what the fans wrote eventually they adopted and added into like the hundredth episode special and stuff so that was really neat all right now we have questions from jammer uh saying so kaiden can i have the wi-fi password yeah sure just Yay. don't have much porn while i'm trying to download mine <laughs> All right, number two. If you were given $400,000 a year, would you give Vylon a place to stay at or near your home? Or, or. I don't know Vylon. Finish the sentence, priest. Okay. Or give $90,000 a year for 90. Well, 90 would be pretty crazy to leave the UK to live in the US. And 400,000 is a lot of money. So I think I'd just take Vylon. Vylon's a sweet, sweet, horrifying, distressing human, so you chose well. <laughs> She's pretty much body horror incarnate, so it's, it'll be great. It'll be great. Sure. Oh, yeah. See, the more I hear, the more I like it. Do we have questions with Vylon today? We do. Oh, wonderful. Okay. But they're nice. They're nice questions. Aw, oh, damn it. Right. I, I mean, good. Uh, number three. Uh, do you know about the harrowing tale that is, if this is hell, I've been a good boy? Question mark? Harrowing. The word is harrowing. 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 Basil. Harrowing. Potato. potato. <laughs> um, how much do you want to hug the author? If unknown, would you hug them regardless? Yeah, I'll toss him a pity hug. I have no idea uh, about yeah. the author or the story. I mean, it sounds like it's going to be something awful, and I love awful. Cool. Let's see. Number four is... Has the disappointment kicked in yet? Um, which disappointment? Life is disappointment. You just have to find ways to cope with it, move on, and be successful. <laughs> it's true. Let's see. Number five. Do all these questions bother you? No, they don't. Perfect. Kaiden's pretty chill. He, he goes with the flow. Yeah, very laid back. It's nice. But we are now officially halfway through the cast. Oh, are we? Yep. Pencil, you're back on deck. Thanks for the update. Okay, here we go. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me put the link in the chat. Here you go. Here's the link in the chat. If you hate it nothing. so much, I could sing the song. You know, as you say, I have nothing planned today. Do you want to sing the Barcast Charity song today? Fuck. I wasn't... Shit. Uh... We could make Milk sing the Barcast Charity song today. Yes. Milk? Milk. <laughs> Milk, sing the Barcast Charity song. Yes, do 
second. I think you're the only person who hasn't done it now. Yeah. The link is already there. All you have to do is just sing a song about how they should donate to the Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. Really? They're hearing just God silence? damn it. That is, yeah, no, they're commenting about it right now. God damn it, Milk. I hate that you I'll just do it. You're stupid. You you're just you're, you're stupid, Milk. I'll do it. Fucking fuck. Do it. You mean like a finger? <laughs> Put your dick on it. <laughs> that that'd be too big. That'd be too much. There's too much girth. I'd hit too many buttons. God, just just do it. <laughs> they're asking. I, I, I get the feeling they're gonna ask. Put his dick on what? Milk, save the horses, push the button, sing the song. <laughs> I pushed the button like five minutes ago, so... <laughs> yeah. Alright, now sing the fucking song! <laughs> um, I don't know how to sing. Sing anyway. <laughs> Goodbye, rap. horses. I'm just rap. They can't sing. Oh, I can't rap either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're wasting time. Give horses money because you can. To Red Wings, we don't take any of it. It goes directly to them, and it helps um, fund rescue horses. Anyway, can, milk, that was... can we get a clip of that? Alex, clip that, please. <laughs> <laughs> can we get back to our actual guest? He was like yeah. sitting there, very patiently, okay. like a bro. Uh, okay. Oh my god. I'm sorry. It was worth it to hear you sing. Good job. Son for life now has questions for you, my man. Um, what is your favorite video game? Yeah, there's a lot of good games. I feel like uh for Sunbro's sake, I should say Dark Souls 3. Aw, he's so happy. Uh Dark and Souls angry. series are great. I'll let you read off the next question because I, I want to comment on that one. Alright. Uh what is your favorite boss fight? Uh, so in Dark Souls, there's a lot of great boss fights just because the way the game's designed, it rewards skill and experience with the fights where you can learn the tells to all the attacks and then beat the boss. So in Dark Souls, it's very rewarding when you finally beat a boss you've died like four or five times to, or sometimes you spend like hours getting your ass kicked. But it's one of those games where you know that like eventually you will beat the boss and get that reward for fighting them. So I really like that. And another favorite video game was Shadows of the Colossus, where every boss fight was this epic battle where you have to like climb up onto these giant bosses and hit all their weak points to kill them. Oh my god! It, I Shadow of the Colossus was definitely one of my favorites. I really, I'm really hoping that the next wait, the next Team Ico game did come out, didn't it? It was the Wolf game that was really bad. 
Yeah. You tried to block oh. it from your memory until just now, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Now I'm a little sad. Good. Be sad. It's okay. Now. God of War 4 is out. That'll take your mind off it. I don't have a PS4. I only have a Switch. Legend of Zelda is all I have right now till Kirby. I guess you're not ready, boy. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> my boy. <laughs> I can't wait to bump the Zongos. Boy. <laughs> Number three. <clears throat> have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? It gets better every week. Yeah, I love hearing you say that. Just because of that, like, excellent delivery, I will say yes. Aw. Wonderful! All right. <laughs> One of these days I should watch an episode of He-Man. Um, number four. You are in Small Horse Village. What business do you start? Hmm. It's a good one. Do I get them addicted to something new, like back scratchers, or do I just sell something Ooh. safe, like hay? I mean, um, actually, you know what I haven't seen in Ponyville before? A good BDSM club. Oh, that's the business I would start. <laughs> I mean, how 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 do you start this? Do you go door to door saying like like a Jehovah's Witness member going, "Hey, would you like to hear? Would you like to hear about the good?" Uh, S and M. Yeah, just you know, go up to Fluttershy's cottage, knock on the door, say, "Hey, how'd you like to earn fifty bucks?" Oh, <laughs> oh fifty bucks? That's nothing. Or fifty bits? No, it'd be fifty bucks. She has to buck fifty bucks. There you go. Oh god! Ooh, I like that. <laughs> There's a crack fic. <laughs> Fluttershy gets fifty bucks. Where's my money? <laughs> What if money? If a hundred cocks just for fun, then I'm sure there's a lot of other kinky ponies out there. Oh, <laughs> it's the gay deer! <laughs> what the fuck? New changeling. Aww. 50 bucks. Gay deer. It's a joke. Moving on. So are they gonna are they gonna have like Fluttershy like like in the stocks? And then she asks, where's my money? And it's like, what money? All right, one last little picture from Sunbro for Life. Oh my gosh, that was three. That was so much drinks. Everybody drink. Um, <laughs> and now it's time for questions with Vylon. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Vylon. And I almost awed because that cat was so cute. Sorry. <laughs> well, you, Vylon, like on A W N. Anyway, done. Sorry. All right. Vylon's first question. Kaiden, how are you today? I'm doing great. I saw Infinity Wars today. Best movie ever. Oh my god, ever? no spoilers. I have not seen it yet, nor have I heard any spoilers, but there better be some Peter Parker jury shipping. That's enough of that. No, no, no spoilers. Don't say anything to him. I, no, I have, no, I He doesn't I deserve haven't. your time. He doesn't deserve your time. Don't answer him. Or I'm guessing. I'm hoping for this to happen. I heard oh. that Steve Rogers and Captain America have a civil war. I never believe when Superman shows up. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I think I'm done now. <laughs> Is that when Jean Grey shows up? Okay, moving on. What's the inspiration for A Puppet to Her Fame? I mentioned it briefly earlier, so I'll go in more depth. The uh, A Puppet to Her Fame was inspired when I went to my first con. It was a small one, only like 300 people total. 
and I went to the art hall and I saw this picture that had Octavia playing her cello and she had like all these fish strings attached to hooks that were like forcing her to smile. So, you know, like kind of forcing her to play and enjoy it. And that like picture just stuck with me. Like I bought it from the con, brought it home. And I kept thinking like, how can I turn this into a story and like make this dark tragedy? Is there, at least at the time, there weren't many stories I'd read that had like a vinyl or Octavia in them. So I kind of wanted to just like do my own thing with that and like do the art justice. And like I contacted the artist, let him know I was writing it, got in touch with a bunch of like people to edit. And I went through a ton of revisions and I don't know why that picture was so inspiring, but that's the most inspired and motivated I've ever been to work on a story where I'd be like thinking about it at work all day and like working on it every night. That's something I'm trying to recapture because like it turned out great and I was like laser focused on it. And that's something that's like pretty rare to happen. Awesome. Um, now the next question is from a non-pencil. Hey! Pencil, Hello. you want to read it off? No, do your best pencil impression. I want to hear it. <clears throat> So how did the bar cast convince you to go back to writing? Wow, I sound like a valley girl. Good job. <laughs> well, you have a little bit. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, just uh, seeing how you guys were hanging out, that kind of convinced me that I need to get back in touch with people so I could have friends to hang out with. And, like, all the people I used to hang out with, like, they're still around, but I just kind of gotten out of touch with them. Like, maybe every few months I'd do a blog post and they'd leave a comment. But I wanted to get back to where I was just like chatting with them daily, seeing what they're up to, if they were still in the fandom. So like I just met up and started chatting with Damon and Decay again on Discord. And I haven't talked to him in like a year or two. There's like a an artist that does a Twilight Stallhouse comic for me. I kept in touch with them. I'm trying to talk with them more now. So that just kind of convinced me that, you know, I still had friends out there. I wanted to go reconnect with all of them and like have that fun like I used to, like I saw you guys having. So if, if you were quote unquote out of touch with the fandom, what led you to go to BabsCon? A couple of friends that I'd met on Discord from Second Life that were also My Little Pony fans said they were going. So I wanted to go and meet up with them. And I kind of figured, you know, this could be a shot to get back in the fandom and like go hang out with some people that I actually knew from like outside, not really outside the fandom, but like from different avenues, like they weren't from film fiction. So that just gave me a little motivation that, yeah, you know, it'd be fun to go up there to BabsCon and hang out with people and see how it goes. You know, that's really interesting because the uh, Second Life was actually the way that I began to start meeting people in the community as well. It's really weird. And it was through people on 4chan of all people. So cool. Yeah. This makes um, me. No, go ahead. Finish what you're saying, Nico. This makes me wonder how many people did we respond? Put the spark back into when we were singing All Star in the hallways. Oh God! They heard us in the lobby. So I have to ask, um, Kaiden, what what would you say to anyone who is thinking about going to a con, a pony con, but is hesitating? I'd say find one that's near you, so you know it's not too expensive and that it's convenient, and just go to that and see what it's like. Because there's a lot of small cons. Sometimes it'll just be like a group of 15 or 20 people on like meetup that'll hang out. So like if you're outgoing enough to do that, then just, you know, head there and do that. If you're not that outgoing, like I wasn't, so I picked a really small con. But see if you can find a friend to go with, just so you're more comfortable getting there. Because like once you get there, you see what it's like. 
then I think you'd realize, you know, you either like it or you don't like it. And then you can continue going to cons or, uh, you know, save up money for Comic-Con or something else. But once you're actually there, it's a lot more fun than you'd think. Totally true. Yeah. And speaking of cons, if you're willing to take the leap and actually attempt to do cons, we're doing a high roller pony con in Las Vegas, uh, which is usually pretty cheap to get to, and all the hotels are really cheap too. So, sure. so you, that, if if you if you try, you can find hotels for like twenty bucks. It, it's doable. It's Vegas. Hell, we'll even make it a little easier uh, if you use the checkout code Barcast HRPC when you buy a ticket. You'll you'll get ten percent off. So, cool beans. All right. Anyway, enough shilling. Uh, Tony shill, Montana shill, shill, shill. now has a question. Uh, if you're the friendliest mythen- misanthrope, oh my god. M- m- what, try that again? If you're the friendliest misanthrope, Good job. who's the most unfriendly humanist? I'd say that's Elon Musk, because he's making, <laughs> you know, rockets and flamethrowers and stuff. So, you know, he's I kind of a humanist, he's helping people out, but he's doing it in some unfriendly ways. He's making flamethrowers? Yeah, he's also yeah, making dude. apparently a cyborg dragon. And yeah, his, uh, what? his boring company actually produced this little flamethrower that I think it only shoots about four feet because there's like this legal limit to how far you can shoot a flame before it becomes a weapon and illegal. So like there's no license requirements or anything. You can just buy this little four foot flamethrower from him. And I guess plug in little propane tanks or whatever he powers it with. I think he just like did it for fun because he's the kind of guy who's like, you know, I got a lot of money. I'll just do fun stuff or, you know, with like the SpaceX, he's just doing that to help out space exploration. He doesn't have to do it. He's not necessarily going to make money doing it for a while. He launched his car into space. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's literally the opposite of things that are good for him. It's like you can hoard wealth or you can just use it on something. Even if it's something people think is silly, at least that's better than having it sit in a bank account. True. All right. We always need to see what he's up to. Tin Man now has questions. Number one, what is your favorite headcanon? Hmm. Maybe I'll just self-promote on that one because I really like how many people accepted Octavia from Puppeteur fame, like that backstory into their headcanon. Like, I saw that comment a lot. They're like, you know, now when I see that bow tie, that's what I'm going to be thinking of. And I thought that was, like, really cool and very flattering, a little humbling as an author, that they're, like, so, that attached to the story that now my headcanon is theirs for a character on the show. Yeah, the way you the way you wrote her backstory, it made me feel like at any second now she's going she's gonna to get an invitation to Hogwarts. All right. Uh, number two, when do you even do you even crotch boobs? Yeah, boobs are good. Doesn't matter where they're at. Hey. Number three, bug ponies or gay deer? Is there a gay deer on the show? Yeah, all the fucking changelings. The new ones. Oh. Nah, I'd go with bug ponies then. So you like you like them anorexic and starving. Yeah, and full of holes that I can use and Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> use the holes. I've I've written about this. Do it. 
It's true. Oh, hey, they can use uh, they can use the leg wraps, and they just have an infinite number of pockets. Uh, <laughs> you all right there, pencil? No. Please. This is not the body horror that I signed up for. Number four. <laughs> Bird ponies or bat ponies? I have to go with bat ponies. I really like their art style. I haven't really read any stories of bat ponies. Oh, but we the have bird ponies, I'm not as uh, fond of how they look. Might I recommend uh, any story about a certain bat pony named Stella? Just, just saying. Oh God, yes. Uh, De-stressing. If you really want a good like non-anthro story very funny so worth the uh, so worth the read read de-stressing also yes this uh one more question from tin man number five po dog-sized ponies or pony-sized ponies <clears throat> Probably that dog size no sense. in most instances. Where they're just, funny. yeah. Like I... some human gets to Equestria and everything's built for these two foot tall ponies so you can't fit in anywhere or really do anything. My 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 idea on what their height is, is if they stand upright on their two hind legs and they're the size of an average human. Yeah, I haven't seen any actual ponies. I think those things are like four or five feet tall. Yeah, they're pretty big. Should be they're a little about... big. I've always imagined them like half the size of a human. Uh, they're a little bigger than that. They usually come up to like the average um, chest of a person. Uh, what do, and what do... shorter shorter people around like five three and <laughs> five four and lower can ride on them. What what? What? What are you are you trying to talk about actual like legitimate ponies? Yeah. How Am tall I did you say they were? Yeah, you're you are. This is why they're about they're about chest height. No. Someone who is about six foot. No. This is why you're not allowed at ranches anymore, priest. <laughs> like, okay. School us, please. All right. For one thing, ponies are not dictated by their age, for one thing, for those who know. It has to do with their height. Um, ponies that are uh, 14 hands and under, I think it might be 14 something, 14 hands and under are ponies still. So honestly, that's, that's pretty fucking big. Think about actually, genuinely, close to five feet. So, like, they're coming up to your chin if you're six foot. I can just, okay, yeah. Like, they're, they're and, and with their heads, because you're measuring to the shoulder, um, with their heads, if they put their head up high, they're going to or bigger. Oh, the more you know. Yeah. So, po ponies are not generally chest height. Though, depending on how they're bred, you will find more ponies that are very small, think more like waist height, because most ponies that people buy are little bitty miniature ponies meant for children's. So if a so. pony-sized pony had wings, would it be able to carry a human riding on it? 
Um, well, the idea of a pony having wings that are big enough to, you know, lift a pony itself into the air is pretty spectacular. So I don't know. You gotta have like, like wingspan that is as big as a pony. I think we could genetically engineer that. Hey, ask Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Elon Musk, how do you feel about horse fucking? Reminds me of a story. I don't remember the name, but it's by Penalt, where you would stick these rockets into the ponies' vaginas to propel their flight. And what? They <laughs> kept developing bigger, bigger rockets, go faster. Like Rainbow Dash is kind of addicted to the speed. And while I'm sure it felt rather pleasant to have it jammed up there as well. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you know about jamming things up there, but I don't, I don't necessarily agree. I know size, jamming, speaking I know of jamming, size matters. We're spending our, we're spending our money on the wrong things, people. Speaking <laughs> of jamming things up there, Vylon has more questions. <gasps> it's time for more questions with Vylon. I like what you did there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh. What kinks do you think are the best kinks and more people should have? Oh, well, bondage and rubber are some of the best kinks. I think those are pretty popular, so they already have them. Ooh. Uh, say maybe people shouldn't be afraid to explore stranger kinks, like those purely fantasy ones that couldn't exist in real life. And yeah. don't go trying to actually eat someone in real life. That will get you arrested. But a lot of times stories like that that have some fetish that someone hasn't seen before, they just like skip it or they're like, oh, I don't think I'm comfortable with this. And they might be missing out on something that they could have otherwise had some fun with. Yeah, I concur. Uh, let's see. The next question is, if you fuck a centaur, does that make you a horse fucker? Oh, you cut out what was the end of the sentence? Uh, if you fuck a centaur, does that make you a horse fucker? Uh, it depends on which end you use. Wouldn't that make you a centaur fucker? No. There is only, there is one or the other, or the joke doesn't work. Wouldn't that make you a fucktard, though? God. <laughs> that That's on the edge. Uh, I know it. I know it. We're, we're moving on. Uh, over <laughs> yeah, I started out as an aging motherfucker, so, you know. The next question is, ovipositors <laughs> or octopusiers? I like ovipositors. Not sure what an octopusier would look like. Uh, pencil, you, you want to describe pencil? No, if you, if you know, actually. Uh, you go ahead. No, you describe it better, and honestly, I'm forgetting right now at this moment how to describe it or what it is. For 200 points, Enigma, what is an octopusier? Okay, I can't remember right now, but isn't that where there's a, isn't that where there's tentacles inside it, or like a, some sort of claws or something that grip onto the peener? Um, basically, you you your your vagina is. Uh, the underside of an octopus, complete with tentacles. So it's, filled with, so it's filled with suction cups. Uh, not suction cups, actual tentacles, like an actual octopus. Ah, okay. Is it complete yeah. with a beak like octopuses have? Um, I don't think they ever fully discussed that. It's it's from uh, Drawn Together. 
unless there's like another <laughs> thing. Pencil, you're that show. Pencil, you're an expert on animal genitalia. Are there actual animals that have octopus dealers? Octopuses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sam's the answer. No, no, there isn't. Not like well, that. Hey, don't leave the squid out. Hey, they have their own. They have their I own fizz. Not, not an octopusior, but you could kind of think of like um, a cuttlefish. No, stop. Be nice to. I like. No, stop. <laughs> next, next, next violent question. Okay. All right. Well, wow. we'll, be, we'll be gentle with this one. No, we um, won't. Um, you prep, prep him. Prep him with one sentence. You're about to be asked a, a long question, so you can go and drive. strap in. Strap in. You are a necrophile. And you yeah. are fucking the freshly deceased corpses of your family. When Rainbow Dash comes over and begs you to share your father's corpse with her so you can punch the gut of your father and make the corpse ejaculate its decomposing juices inside her. Will you let your dead father come inside Rainbow Dash or will you kill her to add her to the corpse to your fetish collection? I'd let my dead father come inside her and then kill her and then fuck her. So wow! Nice! You want your cake and you want to eat it too. Yes. I mean, that was efficient. Rainbow Dash knew what she was getting into. Alright. And then <laughs> last but not least from Violon, may I souk on your finger, please? Sure. Nice. Violon has a new friend. Yeah. All right, now we're going to go to Eighth. <gasps> who asks, can you add to my little audio collection of people doing airplay noises and talking dirty? Do it however you want and get creative and do your thing, girlfriend. Okay, let me get the uh, airplane ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the cat was going to make the airplane noises right now. <laughs> My cat deserves some treats after being squeezed like that. Taking off. Now you gotta do the talking dirty. Get over here, Dash. Let me stick that cock in your mouth. Oh my god. Hey! <laughs> Alright. Now we're weird. going to Not Enough Coffee, who apparently is feeling ashy this week. It's a joke. No. Um, what set of items could you buy that would make the cashier the most uncomfortable? Let's see. I would grab some uh, KY personal lubricant, some duct tape and zip ties, a pair of safety shears, uh, maybe like a tin count of garbage bags because I wouldn't need that many when I'm done. And uh, one of those kitchen knife sets where there's like, you know, the six different size knives in it. And then I take those up to the register. I like it. Solid. I am pretty sure she wouldn't say a word until I was done and I would be picked up by security on the way out the door. <laughs> <laughs> she right. the Logan Paul video. He should just do that, get thrown in jail, and we'll be rid of him and we'll have a great laugh. That'd be fucking great. Power Ranger mask, candy, and a butterfly net. That's a great question. It was like the more thought you put into it, 
like the better it gets the more distressing <laughs> you can make it see yeah. <laughs> like the way this has always been asked for me is like what's the worst thing you could buy with a toaster like take the toaster to swap meat start trading up and see what you end up with no like if you if you were going to go buy like that that's also a good idea but if you were going to buy a toaster at a grocery store like what would you what would you buy with it to make the cashier concerned and i usually oh. come up usually come up with like a, an extension I cord it. i got it. i got it the toaster with sleeping pills and razors yeah, it's yeah, pretty like, bad. And you get your uh, stinking cord, you get like some aspirin, a bottle of wine, and uh, a cigar. Bath salts. You know, we're already pretty dark. Not sure if we need to go dark. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> a, a travel sized bath soap so that you're not wasting. <laughs> Do you we, not we... enjoy. Do you not enjoy some nice fresh pieces of toast next while you're bathing? Exactly. <laughs> Take a paper plate and some butter. So you get some toaster, a, a personal lubricant, some icy hot, and adore the Explorer coloring book. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> <Bubble bath> fluid? <laughs> then the cashier would be confused and speechless because they just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> like you're gonna color this in the tub? I didn't say bubble bath fluid. I said coloring book. I know, I know. I'm adding it. Uh, sorry, I, and some I sidewalk chalk. Just so they're thinking, how are you going to be drawing on the sidewalk with this chalk if you're toasting in the bath? <laughs> okay, we're off the rails. <laughs> All right, Kaiden, first think of a product. Now, what would be the absolute worst brand name for one of those products? We could have Kleenexes, and the brand name would be Semen Wipes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> For all your nautical oh, needs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what ridiculous and untrue, yet slightly plausible theories can you come up with for cause of common ailments like headaches or cavities? Uh, let's see what I can come up with. So headaches are caused by an increase in the lymphatic pressure in your lymph node system when you're sitting down for too long. So if you're just sitting there listening to this whole bar cast for two hours and your head starts to hurt, the uh, pressure is starting to dangerously build up. And the only way to relieve it is to head into the nearest restroom and masturbate to get all that excess fluid out of your body. That actually I, did sound reasonable the way you delivered that. That <laughs> actually answers a lot of questions. <laughs> all right now then we got that dude there seven eight nine which i don't remember before so hello but wait but wait, but wait. what what about cavities that was the other one. Oh, oh i just chewing some play-doh <laughs> so cavities are caused by gluten when you eat something that's not gluten-free it coats your teeth and starts to seep in through those tiny pores and it causes your tooth to ache. And the only way to stop that is to buy the whitening toothpaste from Crest, available at your nearest pharmacy or drugstore for 
the podcast is not sponsored by Crest. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I was hoping you guys would say that when I set you up. But get in <laughs> touch. We'll be good. <laughs> we gotta we gotta brush horse teeth horse teeth and we don't know what to do. We gotta brush horse teeth. That's what you're about to say. Enigma, I don't have time for your shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, uh, we'll that, go to the next one. We'll go to that dude there who starts by asking, what is your favorite story on film fiction? That's a good one. Still got a, a list, I think like maybe 15, 20 favorites. Um, I read a lot of HIEs back when I got started. I think I'll just go with five score divided by four. I like cool. that one a lot. Hey. But uh, also like a background pony and the immortal game for like longer stories. Well, cool. It's kind of fitting that you chose the the like one of the stories on Fin Fiction that caused it to create its own rule. Yeah. And like All I've right. been temporary temp banned a few times from Fin Fiction. I can't remember for the life of me if my argument over the five four rule was one of those times. Because I had a habit of they did something I didn't agree with, and I'd argue with them, and people would get riled up, things get out of hand. Have you learned from this experience? I have learned. I can't remember how many times I've been banned or exactly why, but I've learned that uh, your free speech doesn't apply to privately owned websites and that if you antagonize people, eventually they're just going to be tired of putting up with your shit and show you the door. So I should you know, be more tactful in the future. If you disagree with someone, try to keep it civil. You hear that, Mods? Kaiden's a new man. Don't yep, I'm a new man until they do something else I disagree with. <laughs> Fair. All Wonderful. right. This sounds like a recipe for success right here. It's a Remember? recipe for something, and it will be spectacular whichever way it goes. Good. <laughs> uh, number two, based on what takes place in Dash of Humanity, did you ever consider being the opposite sex? Yeah, one of the themes I enjoy in fetishes is like transformations, like male to female transformations. And that's yeah. something I kind of wanted to explore in the HIE and also explore like some gender identity issues that I'd never seen done before. And one of the things I really liked about the MLP fandom was that inclusivity where you'd have people from like the LGBTQT community and they're accepted for who they are and what they want to be. And so it's something I've thought about. I wouldn't do it unless it was like in the stories where you're just magically a female and then I might regret it later, but you know, it'd be a fun experience nonetheless. And, you know, I was glad to explore some of those issues because uh, writing is a good way to kind of sort through your thoughts and feelings on things. Fair enough. Cool, man. All right. Uh, Saucy Berry now has questions. Number one. If you had to go on a bar crawl with a member of the bar cast, who would it be and why? I guess I'd go with the non-pencil because she seems like a lot of fun. Woo! Hell, I'm fun, guys! Hell yeah, you're fun. It's fun, con mom. Don't call me <laughs> con mom. I'm fed up with your bullshit. 
So it'll be a night out between Caden, Pencil, and the cats. Yeah. I'm sure our cats would get along great. No, if you take if you take your cat with us, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna talk with you. She's gonna sit and play with your cat and it's it's gonna be a boring time for you. So she's gonna play with your pussy. I will. <laughs> All right. Uwe Toll now has questions. How many dicks are in a bag of dick? That imperial or metric? <laughs> metric dish. <laughs> African or European? In, in metric dicks, it'd be about 400 cubic centimeters of dick. Oh, shit. I, that sounds like a lot of dick. Like I don't even know but, how but to that's, follow that, that wasn't the question. Is how many dicks? So what is the number of dicks? Oh. Uh, now i got to figure out how many cubic centimeters are in the average dick. Let's just say it's 100. 100, 100 dicks in a bag. All right. Then how many dicks are in a suitcase of dick? And relatively, how many bags are in a suitcase of dick? How many dick bags? So it would be like 50 in a suitcase. So there's two suitcases in a bag. If you drain the dicks first, you could probably get like 10 times as many in there. If you drain the dicks, <laughs> hold on, step back. Are we cutting these dicks off of people? Well, yes, off the person in the hey, nobody said they had to be off of people. We could always use dogs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought they were dildos. No, <laughs> these are actual penises, priest. Yeah, you got a hole in the bottom of the bag so they drain as you stack them in there and as they drain they go flaccid and you can fit more. <laughs> I feel like there's the bank has special <laughs> I feel you know how like the bank has rolls for like pennies? Do they have any for dicks? <laughs> Pretty sure the rule is call the cops if they try to pay with severed penises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that is the actual yes. That's that's some welcome to the game shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dragon. Are you okay, Freeze? I'm fine. We're we're <laughs> we're cutting this dick off. Do you hey, feel bad about uh, what you've just done? Yes. Good. But the chat likes it, so it's okay. Dragonborn Fox now ask questions. Kaiden, how do you feel when you draw slash read slash write? Lewd things. Man, that made me really excited. <laughs> <You are excited. laughs> oh, that's that's one question. Let's start with that. Well, I guess like the obvious answer would be horny. It's easier to write lewd things if you're horny. If they wrote it well when you read it, you should be horny. I haven't drawn, but I do follow a lot of artists that draw a lot of clock related stuff. So okay. I'd say that's, you know, that's the main emotion going on there. I'm not really. <laughs> not a very yeah. exciting answer, but it's honest. <laughs> I'm never horny when I write porn. Ever. I'm never horny when I draw porn stuff. But that being said, I write porn about, like, really, really fucked up shit, so I'm really glad I'm not horny when I'm writing porn. Yeah, I guess you should quantify it. It would depend on what you're writing. I've written some that's more like torture abuse that's not arousing, but it's something I know a lot of people that follow me enjoy. Yeah, and like sometimes you just have to bite the bullet somewhat. <laughs> yeah, like I've never shied away from writing things that I'm not comfortable with because that challenges me. And like if I can do it successfully, I feel like I've learned something about writing from doing it. 
Yeah. Totally fair. All right. Brian Reeves has a placeholder, so how dare you, Brian? Brian! Um, get good, Mo kid. Mobile Sa Sam now only has Wait, one. Wait, you actually skipped the second part of the question for Dragon Ball Fox. Oh, I'm awful. God damn it. Um, also, how do you feel about crossovers and edginess in general? Well, for crossovers, I do like a good crossover, but there's a lot of traps that people fall into. Like as a new writer, usually they like a they'll be like, oh, I'll do a crossover and I'll combine like a Naruto and My Little Pony, and it usually doesn't end well. But I can't think of any crossovers I really like. Um, you know, if you're gonna do Naruto, you gotta have those ten chapters of nothing but backstory about a character that's gonna die that you really don't give a shit about. Because usually, like the crossovers are too far of a leap. Like it's Star Trek to MLP. Like, I've seen some funny art of the concept, but for actually, like, writing the story, I just don't think there's any way to really do that well because they're such different universes. But if they went, like, a My Little Pony to Equestria Girl crossover and the ponies get stuck in high school or something, like, that's a lot more plausible. I think that could be written well. But what most crossovers, they, they try to do too much, something too epic, and they fail. What about crossovers for the sake of comedy? Yeah, that's good. I, I'm just trying to think of some example, but it's been so long since I've been like actively reading fix. I can't think of any. Hank Hill, Hank Hill and a question. But if it's like, you know, a shit fic or a comedy fic and you just like want to show how ridiculous the displaced stories are, then like I'm sure that'd be funny to read. I just a lot of the times when I see the crossover tag, that's just like, you know, I'm going to skip this completely and find like some dark story to read or some clop or something that I know I'm going to like instead of taking the chance on a story that's probably just going to be like, eh. Because what, what you're saying is you, you prefer the edgy. Yeah. I'm not, that's, not, that's not a criticism. I'm just asking. Yeah, I do. I like, like, edginess is kind of a broad term, but in general, if it's edgy, I think I'd like it. There's nothing wrong with that. I, hell, God, I have, I have more than enough edgy stuff that's under get, my docket. Sometimes people will, like, try to be too edgy or you know like any genre or idea can be taken in a bad direction mm -hmm. right yeah all right uh the next question is from mobile sam uh how do you feel about potatoes i love potatoes mashed potatoes baked potatoes potato vodka but i'm gonna stay versatile root vegetable nice Last but not least, uh, this is going to be the chance now where those out in the chat who would like to add something, uh, we've only got a few more questions in the thread, so we will open it up to you. So get them questions ready. Um, or post them in the thread, because that works too. Uh, Tempest, Starlight, and Twilight all kill each other, according to Midnight Chaos. You can do nothing. And in order to resurrect them, you must bone Celestia into brain death. The only way to do this is to go for three straight days, nonstop, while Luna reach arounds. Luna is also a Fuda and wants to bone you. Which Celestia vehemently, desperately argues in favor of. Are you that desperate to revive them, and do you complete? 
I'm just that desperate to skull fuck Celestia. So yeah, I'd go for it. Grab a <laughs> box of Viagra. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Um, and then last question from Midnight Chaos. Would you bone Vylon and Thingpone's love child? Sure. I mean, I, you I just would. have to know how to watch out for the teeth and you're set. <laughs> Where would the teeth even be? Well, everywhere. Even, the, <laughs> even underneath the armpits. Yeah, it is a tooth got teeth everywhere. Yeah. God. But it's it's not the sharp ones. It's just grindy, mashy ones. Grindy, mashy ones. <laughs> you mean molars? Do they have timey wimey ones too? Grinders, as oh, you call them. Just little fucky wucky ones. <laughs> I, <laughs> kill yourself. I hate you. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> you should feel bad for that. That's all of them in the thread. All right, I've got a couple questions from the chat then. Here we go. First of all, we have a kill, fuck, marry scenario from Alex underscore. And it's Flutter Priest, Rainbow Dash, or your cat? Fuck. Yeah. You're not measuring up very well to Rainbow Dash and my cat, Flutter Priest. So. That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to have to kill you. Okay. Like That's just the kill option. Who gets the fuck? Who gets the marry? Yeah. I'd fuck Rainbow Dash and marry my cat. Oh yay! <laughs> Mowgli's gonna have a husband. Is that legal on his state? Uh, no, everything's uh, legal if you don't get caught. It's true. <laughs> um, we also have a question from Lone Troopers who asks. How old is your kitty? Tell us about your kitty and how you got it. He's about eight years old. I actually got him while I was in Italy from a friend who needed to or wanted to get rid of a girlfriend's cat because he had like three cats and they were hers. Oh. So I was like, yeah, I'll help you out. He's only like a year old. I think he was like a stray. They just started hanging out at my friend's house. Anyway, uh, he oh, gave okay. me a cat and I've had him ever since. So he kind of like adopted you afterwards, or? Yeah. Isn't there it wasn't like a, a thing where it wasn't a thing where you like took the cat out of spite? Isn't isn't it no. a complicated process getting a cat from a foreign country? I mean, a pet from a foreign country and bring it back after a vacation trip or something? No, as far as I know, my friend just got stuck with a few cats. You know, and he's not going to okay. just like toss them out of the house. So I took one of the cats, and he found people to take the other ones. But how? Did you have to fly this cat, like a cat from Italy to? Yeah. Isn't that pricey as hell? Yeah, that's what I was asking. No, I used to be in the military. They paid for all that stuff. So like I oh. bought a Toyota back when I was in Italy. I still have that. The thing's like 21 years old. And oh, my yeah. cat's also from Italy. So Dude, it's just kind of so interesting cool. history. Yeah, so like how many people have a cat from another country? So it's no wonder, no wonder your cat has an Italian accent. Yeah, yeah, that rolling eye. That... <laughs> um, if I may, if I may ask, and no is okay. Uh, what branch? Is in the Navy. Oh, okay, good to know. Navy family, nice. so I understand. Um, that really hurt my hand. Why did I do that? that uh, okay, <laughs> we have another question from the other other guy. 
What is five score? F five score divided by four is a story where there's a bunch of humans just living on earth, minding their own business and they're all bronies. And then one day a cutie mark shows up on their leg and they look down at it. It's like, you know, what the fuck is this? So they keep going about their lives, but they keep turning slowly more and more into ponies. It's uh, written by Twisted Spectrum. Mm-hmm. And it's a really good, like, kind of adventure story. Like, they're into transformations, so they focus on that that aspect. And there's some co-optional chapters in it. But uh, it broke fan fiction because so many people were writing spinoffs, and the spinoffs all start with humans that will eventually turn into ponies, but they're not MLP related at the time of submission. So they just like blanket bandoms is creating such a headache to keep having to reject all these people that were trying to just write a honest spinoff, but they were violating that rule. Can I say how I love how you said optional? I've never heard that term before, and I love it. Yeah, wow. optional cloth chapters are optional. Wonderful. Oh my god, I love um, it. I guess I coined that term if no one else has heard of it before. Yeah, you might have. Good job. No, I've heard of it before. It's just really oh, yeah. rare. Five score divided by four was five whole years ago. Like I didn't realize that much time had gone by since you know I was in the fandom. Oh. You just injected me with bone hurting juice. <laughs> yeah. Why would you do this? He has the bonitis. Well, I have a response to the other guy. What's what is five score? The number of times I fucked your mom last night. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, also Cyber Drake wants to let us know that Priest is a drunk when he's drunk. I'm not drunk. And five scores a hundred times. You must have really worn her out. Hey man, multiple orgasms. Anyway. <laughs> um Oh, what is Hawthorne Bunny asks, what is the best way to swallow a pony? Head first or tail first? I'm going to go head first. That makes them feel a lot more helpless. And you don't have to listen to them complain on the way down. (laughs) You know, I just realized... You gave that way too much thought way too quickly. When you... when when, Okay, say you swallow them, right? And they fart in there. Do you burp? Yes, of course you do. Yeah, I'm sure... If they did it enough, you would burp. You could just like lay there on a beach towel in the sun with like the belly bulge and rub it and just wait for them to digest. This is this we need we need a boar expert. I like so yeah. <laughs> Milk. It is something I've thought about before. Milk. Shit. Milk. Everything's your fetish. <laughs> I'd swallow. Why is it that, I mean, two of those are pretty quality fetishes. I don't know what. To- I don't want to... Yeah, I've I'll, seen I'll... knife play. Knife yeah. play is fascinating, but I would never want to do it or have it done to me. It's the difference between knife play and a trip to the ER is just a few pounds of pressure. Pretty much. Yeah. But like the people that do it, it's just like amazing that they can do that without actually leaving scars or marks on the person. Well, some people actually you... want the marks and scars, though. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's a whole different fetish. Uh... How long does pony digestion take once you eat them, once you swallow them? I'm more a fan of like the soft and non-lethal stuff, so I'd imagine it'd take a long time and it'd be enjoyable for them. I don't, I don't get the soft ones. So you swallow them just to bar- regurgitate them like, what, five minutes later again? Well, I also well, get it soft boar, like if they don't feel pain. Because like if hmm. boar is already a fantasy, so why would you inject reality into it and make the boar like... Some people like getting eaten by a lion and being torn apart. I don't get that. Like, it's a fantasy. Wouldn't you want to fantasize? Well, I guess they are fantasizing their ideal version of it. But for me, that'd be just 
non-lethally or painlessly digesting a pony. There's no wrong way to fantasize. Was yeah. it on? Was it on Shitface Shitface that we read, a st- or maybe it was just me? They read a story. We read a story about Apple Bloom. No, it was there was one that I read with um, Octavia and Vinyl going inside of I think Lyra's asshole and nope, being that, miniaturized and we did not read that on Shitface Shitface and being digested. It was weird. We did not read that, and that's horrible. Grace, did you just share something from your favorites list? No. <laughs> Speaking of digestion, does your cat like lasagna? Yes, and he hates Mondays. Yay! Um, Erisian Ar- Chaos asks, Siri, all seriousness, do you think all displaced are trash, or can there be good ones? I haven't actually read any displaced, so it'd be unfair to say that they're all bad. Just, I remember that it was like the fad of the week. Like, I think there was Twilight Eats a Peach or something. Like, I didn't like those bandwagon fix, and that's what Displaced hit me at, so I just wrote them all off. If someone has, like, a really good Displaced fic they want to toss my way, I could check it out. There you go. Displaced is being fair. More than I do. And Cyberdrake777 has... Mary fuck kill. Um, Mary fuck kill. Go dash. Fluttershy, Queen Grisselet. Oh, that's tough. I don't want to kill Chrysalis. I like her character. I hope they do more with her. They will. And, like, not redeem her, because they just keep redeeming all the villains. There's going to be no one left around to, like, add something to the show. I get the feeling they're going to do that Disney thing where it's not the hero who killed them. They just fell down because they were clumsy. Yeah. If they did that to Chrysalis, I would have a fucking fit. Well, there is a Chrysalis episode coming up pretty shortly. Oh, don't, don't, enjoy don't, don't, please, no, I, <laughs> I haven't even watched one episode of the new season yet, and I'm awful. Oh, no, this one isn't even out yet, so. Okay. I think I'd marry Fluttershy. She'd be a nicer waifu, take care of the house and all the animals and everything, and then I'd just fuck Rainbow Dash so I could say that I've done it. But then you'd have to go Chrissy. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd have to kill Chrysalis. There's no way around it. If you kill Chrysalis, you're going to have a shit ton of angry sons wanting to assassinate you. I didn't think she had any left. I assume she does. You never know. She could just go to town. Just make up a good story <laughs> for the other changelings about how I had no choice. Hey, Priest, she's the new town bike. Hi. I think I threw up in my mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when a changeling has bulimia, do they throw up love? They throw up cheese whiz. We've discussed this. They throw up rainbow-colored love that gets everywhere and it's impossible to clean off the hive. That sounds awful. It's just like multicolored stains every now and then. <laughs> exactly that. Shit. Well, hey, it'd be the best place for a hippie convent. Well, I'm, I, uh, there's one more question that I think we need to start ending with from now on. So, on a scale of yes to yes, how much do you regret sitting down with us today? Uh, yes. Perfect. He re- perfect. <laughs> yeah, he regrets. Him. He regrets being here. You heard it. There was much regret. All of the regret. Everything <laughs> is regrettable. But that said, I regret nothing. It was pretty fun. Yay! 
We have another winner for us. Da, 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 da. Um, but for real though, we're just about at that mark and we are out of questions. So, um, Titan, thank you so much for coming out. It's a lot of fun being able to chill and talk with you. You're welcome. Are there any final words you want to leave your viewership with today? Uh, yeah, I'll do some updates soon. Thanks for sticking around and turning up today to actually like see what I had to say. You know, if someone enjoyed my dry humor, then I'll call it a win. Oh, I, dude, this is fun. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> but um, oh no, go ahead. And yeah, no. See so you guys just go fim fiction, comment on stories and stuff. Let me know you're there. I always like hearing from people. You know, it's an important part of the motivation to write is just knowing there's people that are interested. And like for everyone that over the last few years would send me random messages and comments and stuff, like thanks for just letting me know you're still out there waiting. Yeah. So it always feels good to get a little validation. Which is why we had you on our podcast. Now you're super validated. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but be sure to tune in next week, uh, where we have a very special guest that is not Caden's cat, <laughs> uh, that we're going to get back in touch with and confirm some things. Uh, Pencil, would you like to share who our guest is? Can I? Yeah. Um, next week we'll be interviewing the world's manliest, yes, actually the cat, the world's manliest, the world's manliest brony, dusty cat. We will be interviewing him next oh. week. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to keep it PG, guys. Like he actually has Hasbro the cat watching said him. No. The yeah, cat no, said he, no. He has Hasbro watching him to make sure he doesn't like, you know, everything. So we have to play nice. We're good at that, but we're still gonna have a very, very good time. And it's gonna be great. Um, you'll find out more about that next week. Yep. But until then, thank you all for watching this episode of the Barcast and supporting Horse Rescue. This has been a non-pencil. You can check us out on YouTube and on Twitter and on Fim Fiction and on Patreon. And Enigma. Uh, yeah. Milk. Ravage. I don't know what is a social media. <laughs> of course, the wonderful Kaiden. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I am future poise. I will you. <laughs> will see you next oh week. Oh my god. Notice this <laughs> podcast. Uh... God fucking damn it. You and your little fucky boy.